0: 10th, 2021 What if the next major cyber attack targeted the internet? Authored by Brandon Smith of Via Via, Birch Gold Group. Never read anything from them. I usually get most of my articles from Zero Hedge. It's a compilation of articles and authors from all sorts of blogs. Everything from financial analysis to, uh, you know, end time stuff. Over the past few months i have been writing analysis on a planned crisis war game organized by the world economic forum called cyber polygon now i felt i had to read this today because i've been hearing about cyber polygon and yeah i kind of have an idea of what's happening and you know it is what it is so why not read an article about it and at least uh throw it out there because uh, i haven't really dug deep but you don't have to really you don't really need to dig deep to know that they got plenty of stuff up their sleeve for us. And if it means shutting down the internet, well then, no surprise there. So let's go. The event will be held this week on July 9th. So that was yesterday. And it's allegedly designed to simulate a massive cyber attack that somehow disrupts the global supply chain. Here we go, inflation, food shortages, once again, more fear more disruption more instability why not so this cyber polygon it was it's i guess it started yesterday this week on july 9th that's yesterday that was that was friday and uh who knows maybe it's going to run the whole weekend let's continue reading it's allegedly designed designed to simulate a massive cyber attack that somehow disrupts the global supply chain or at the very least Disrupts the supply chain of multiple large economies. Why am I so interested in this war game? Well, many of my readers will recall that the last major simulation that the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation held was Event 201. And that was in New York City. I think that was along with the John Hopkins University. Uh, Yeah, big to-do right here, ground zero. Little did I know. A global pandemic exercise which portrayed a coronavirus outbreak spread by animal carriers to humans killing millions of people while forcing the shutdown of multiple first world economies. Event 201 was scheduled for October 2019. Two months later, the exact pandemic scenario they simulated happened in real life, save a few minor details. Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum was very quick to exploit the COVID-19 outbreak as a rationale for the Great Reset Agenda. Klaus Schwab. Schwab. Schwab, uh, they have some kind of investment company. Uh, I'm not sure how he came to power, but the dude's a fucking wizard. Look at the way the guy fucking dresses. Um, yeah. Grandmaster wizard over there. Klaus Schwab. And, uh, so his uh, he was he was quick to exploit COVID-19 outbreak as a rationale for the great reset agenda, a socialist reconstruction of the world's financial system and political structure that globalists had been clamoring for since at least 2014. Truly, the biggest beneficiaries of the pandemic were the same people that simulated the outbreak only months beforehand during event 201. And us little plebs, us little pawns are just going right along with their game. So we don't really have much of a choice, do we? Where is this Klaus Schwab? Where does this motherfucker live? All oh, in is this wizard garb. So, of course, many people are beginning to wonder if lightning will strike twice for the globalists at the World Economic Forum. Oh shit, my bad. Will there be a large scale cyber attack that brings down the international supply chain within the next few months? I'm sure. Why not? We had the Suez Canal blockage, and come on. Come on. It's just, why not? It would be no surprise. No fucking surprise. Will there be another miraculous coincidence that destabilizes the world's trade system? And creates social strife. Well that was that was part of the whole COVID nineteen thing. I mean that was early on they had what was it? All these barge now oil is seventy five a barrel, but we had negative oil prices. This was it March of twenty twenty? Negative prices per barrel. They were supposedly ships backed up. Backed up. Barge ships backed up. Right? A supply glut. And now now we're gonna have a shortage, supposedly. Look at that. There have already been a few disturbing near crisis cyber attacks in the past month. The Colonial Pipeline attack, as well as the JBS meatpacking attack, both had the potential to cause severe supply chain disruptions. The pipeline attack, in particular, could have created a panic environment had it continued for any longer than a week. Imagine if there was t- no gasoline to fuel the freight trucks that transport the majority of goods and raw materials across the U.S. for half a month or more. It would be a nightmare, as a majority of Americans have no preparedness supplies and are stocked with no more than a week's worth of necessities. Well, you know, at this point, that's the fault of these Americans. I mean, I can't really feel sorry for anybody who hasn't used their wealth or whatever the fuck you claim that we have here in order to prepare. And I see, again, I, I live amongst people who, I don't know, what the fuck, man, they love spending money. Um, they don't really think about making meals at home. Let alone, uh, I, I, you know, they, they're always eating out. They're always, that's, that's a big industry out here. So you think those people got fucking stockpiles at home? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. At least the way I see a lot of people out here live. Um, so, pff, whatever. I, people are prepared, they're not prepared. At this point, I, I, if people aren't awake or, or hip to what's been going on, all the warnings that we've had, that's their fucking problem. That is their problem. Um, so what happens if uh, it would be a nightmare, right? What would, what would happen if the gasoline, no gasoline fueled the freight trucks to, to transport the majority of goods and raw materials across the U.S. for half a month or more? Well, the the solution to that is always be stocked a couple months ahead of time. Uh, it would be a nightmare as a majority of Americans have no preparedness supplies. And, and it's, it's true. Majority of Americans probably don't. And our stock with no more than a week's worth of necessities, but that that's for a variety of reasons, not just ignorance, not just stupidity. Uh, you know, some people do live tight. That said, I have been considered the adaptability. I have a Western supply chains to a cyber event, and I'm not so sure another pipeline attack or similar sabotage would actually harm us for very long. If the goal of the attackers was to create maximum damage, then another target would have to be found. I have been pondering this question for a while now, and it finally dawned on me that the supply chain does not need to be attacked directly or in order to break it. Okay, The fastly out- outage in Cyber poly- Polygon. Recently, when Klaus Schwab commented on the coming cyberpolycon simulation, he stated that the next cyber attack would be like a, quote, cyber pandemic, far worse in destructive scale when compared to COVID. It's wonderful. I realize that the next crisis may not need to involve resource manufacturers or supplies. Rather, what if the next cyber attack was on the internet itself? Let me explain. In June of this year, there was an internet outage event that led to large swaths of the web going dark, including a number of mainstream news sites. <laughs> That's not necessarily a problem. Amazon, eBay, Twitch, Reddit, and a host of government websites went down. All this happened when content delivery network CDN company, Fastly experienced a bug. Although Amazon had its website back online within 20 minutes, the brief outage cost the company over $5.5 million in sales. And that's just one website. Fastly identified and fixed the problem within two hours and continues to claim the outage had nothing to do with the cyber attack. However, it did reveal a huge vulnerability for the internet, what Von Clausewitz would have called a schwierpunkt. A large portion of the web is dependent only on three CDN companies, including Fastly. I don't even know what a CDN company. Content Delivery Network Fastly. Interesting. That's something to read up on. A large portion of the web is dependent only on three CDN companies. This is this is news to me, but again, I don't know about shit like this normally, but that's very interesting. So here is what concerns me. If there was an, a cyber attack on such weak points in the web and the attack involved a malicious worm or other highly infectious weapon, interesting choice of words, then Klaus Schwab, a.k.a. the wizard, could very well Get his cyber pandemic on the internet plays a much bigger role in daily life than you might think well I, it, it definitely does now. I think the time I could think of a time where it wasn't so uh, our economy and, and everything wasn't so dependent uh, but we've've we've, we've progressed quite far. <laughs> we've progressed well, we're I would say almost entirely dependent on the internet of things and uh, this is this is what they've they've done to us so here we go payment network supply chain distribution and communication consider for a moment the vast array of economic functions that are now tied directly to the internet including the supply chain retailers information services and even the stock market if vital pillars of the web were crippled for weeks on end the economy or an economy already weakened by a year of COVID lockdowns might not recover well if the web goes down now you have to think of like every so many people are now working from home so many businesses are, are, are conducting businesses remote. Uh, sorry, their business remotely. Most commerce is electronic, uh, so it would absolutely be crippling now in 2021 as compared compared to 1970, or 1980, or 1990. Uh, you know, people are so highly dependent on cards and their phones and and, and whatever God only knows app to transfer money and cash. So if the internet went down, what would it come down to? Commerce coins. Dollars and uh, oh, you know, we have that national coin shortage. Hmm, how convenient. No coins. Almost every store I've gone to, and this happened at the beginning of the lockdowns, then they disappeared for a while, then they came back. A lot of signs up at the supermarket or the drugstore, you know, coins, blah, blah, blah. Please have exact change or use your card. And I'm like, where the fuck are all the coins going? Like, are people hoarding coins? Uh, seems to be not a problem at the laundromat. Lucky, L- luckily, there are some laundromats that still use quarters, at least near me. But uh, yeah, even getting a roll of quarters was uh, a, a, a rare thing, or even just getting cash from the bank. Try and getting cash from the bank. <laughs> Sometimes, if it's over a thousand dollars, yeah, well they have to go in the back. If it's over, uh, I think three thousand dollars, they have to get their supervisor's approval. Go for it see how much cash you could take out before uh, they have to say, oh, I have to go get more money from the back. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So, of course, uh, not just supply chain, but commerce in itself would grind to a screeching halt. You even buy gas, what do you do? You, you, You hit your fob, I don't, but people have fobs and their phones and Apple Pay and Google Pay. They don't have to get out of their car. They don't even have to swipe a card. They just put their phone or scan a QR code and boom, they're paying for gas. Or so I don't know, what else the, uh, What else can they buy from those stupid little screens, uh, the kiosks when they're pumping gas. So of course it'll be crippling. Of course it'll be crippling. Why not? Why not? It's, uh, you make a whole society dependent and then they pull the plug. And, and that's, I'm telling you, this is abusive behavior. <laughs> really. At the end of the day, the wizard is abusing us. Uh... <laughs> it's really just it, it's it's not even fucking funny at this point. So uh yeah, so a malicious worm those those three CDN companies. Remember, going back to those companies, right? Content Delivery Network, Fastly is one of them. And uh so any of these CDN content deliver- delivery networks could be a potential weak point that could could throw us into complete chaos. Who knows? A week, two weeks, a month. Ah, uh, it would be a complete month a shit show. Imagine people not being able to swipe their cards and. <laughs> oh man, this is why I've always been this way. Um, and I and I've even said this last year. It's it's never really safe to keep money in the bank in general. Uh, it, and and it, whether it's some cyber polygon event. Or, or austerity measures in other countries where they limit the amount of money you could take out. Or some pandemic where you have to wait hours online or make an appointment to take your money out. Or, or six feet distance down the block to get to the ATM. Uh, you know, all of these scenarios are created or potential scenarios can be created in order to separate you from your precious funds. And, and basically create slaves out of people. And uh, it's just, just, just madness. You think any of these fucking politicians have to worry about this shit? Not one, not one. They know what's up. They know what's going on. They're quiet about it. They don't got shit to say because they got the heads up. They know when it's gonna happen. They have their stockpiles. You know, they're people who live paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. They're people who live on the streets, and there are people who who live not too far away with cellars full. Stockpiles of just expensive wines, or 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 statues, or lamps worth thousands of dollars. It's just such a, I don't even know if the word dichotomy is correct, but it's just so wild, the polar opposites and the disparity, uh, and and why it even exists, why, are people like the wizard trying to make this shit worse because a lot of people, these haves, they have enough. It's not like they're, they're not hurting, right? They wouldn't suffer if they gave away a couple bottles of wine. None of this have sold their, uh, uh, precious crystal to, to, to donate. Not to say that they have to, but I'm just saying there's plenty of abundance, especially here in America. And, uh, it's all relative to where you're at and, uh, again, what you Consider value, but basic needs for survival. I I see no reason why those basic needs shouldn't be met when there is an abundance and waste on the other end of the spectrum. So that's a way of keeping people down. That's a way of keeping a society down and dependent. And for some reason, those people on the top, like the wizard, they get off on on this. They get off on on seeing people suffer. And uh, it's it's pretty wild. It's pretty fucking wild that even these things are playing out before us. These games that they play us on us even fucking exist. But we're nothing but little pawns on this uh, board here, you know? And uh, they're behind their armies and they're pretty much, who to you say, untouchable. But here they are pushing our buttons and most people don't even know. So... This guy talks about the payment networks. He says, consider for a moment the vast array of economic functions that are now now tied directly to the internet, including the supply chain, retailers, information services, and even the stock market. If vital pillars of the web were crippled for weeks on end, an economy already weakened by a year of COVID lockdowns might not recover. So what does the internet power? Professor Matthew Zouk of the University of Kentucky has a list communications ham operators would be king who's a ham operator who does that anymore right old school communication that's really and now i think with the bandwidth i don't know the is the fcc or some bullshit like there's always something going on like they seeds some bandwidths and now you have to be really careful when you do and this is what i hear the ham operating radio operation it's always some bullshit uh what else what else does the internet power banking and finance including the stock market Uh, transportation, traffic lights, airlines, some railways and ports, utilities, electrical grids, and water. The internet is really everywhere. For a high-level overview of the consequences of a total internet failure, Professor Mark Graham at Oxford Internet Institute offers this summary. If the entire internet was shut down, we would witness an almost immediate global economic collapse. The internet is the nervous system of the contemporary of contemporary globalization explicitly digital interactions like core banking and payment networks so much, there's so much reliant on that now, and like I just said, it's, it's crazy um, and so on but then even parts of the economy that initially seemed relatively disconnected would begin to grind to a halt because of the fact that all contemporary societies rely on long distance supply chains, this is true and long-distance supply chains rely on the internet. Quote, almost immediate global economic collapse, end quote. That's frightening, says the author. That part about long-distance supply chains might not sound so important. No, it is. It definitely is. Until you consider that most people live in cities. Most food is not produced in cities. That is absolutely correct. But we do, I mean, and it's not enough, but in New York and surrounding areas of New York City and the five boroughs, there is a movement for urban gardening. It's not enough to sustain the population in that region. No, but I believe it's definitely a start. Uh, and, but again, that re- that requires electricity because a lot of these gardens, some, some people do rooftop gardens and some people do uh, the indoor gardens and their uh, aquaponics. And that, again, that requires obviously power. But... I I don't know. I don't want to say that it's too late, but there is a movement to try to sustain, uh, you know, food within the region. It's it's definitely not enough to feed all the mouths, of the millions of people in the New York City uh, the city areas, and uh, that's where you're going to see the most collapses. Where you're going to see the most chaos. Those the cities are going to fucking implode. They're going to implode, and um, if that happens, they're definitely lighting a fire they want shit to hit the fan again nobody's gonna be able to scan their cards so they'll loot and they'll burn and they're pillaged until when who what when where how no one's gonna stop them uh i think i i, I deleted a recording that i made before but when i was an extremely young child living in new york city we had some pretty pretty crazy blackouts we had brownouts, but you know, this is Again, before the age of surveillance, they broke into a motorcycle shop and they fucking drove away with a shit ton of micro, uh, motorcycles during one of these blackouts. And you think that, they, I mean, maybe they found these people, but there was no electricity. There was no power. There was no way to even, what are you going to do? How are you going to arrest these people? There's no power. Are you going to bring them into jail in the middle of a blackout? No, you're fucking not. So maybe if you're lucky, you'll recoup your losses or, or the the motorcycle dealership wrote it off as a loss. But you know, th- 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 there was a whole mass of motorcycles. It wasn't one person stealing a motorcycle. It was a group of people stealing motorcycles. And that was one of the least dangerous things that can happen during a blackout. So in that case, again, it could be electricity, it could be the cards, it could be... All of that shit it's just best to just stay in your ass and lock down um yeah, so this guy's saying it's almost immediate global collapse. I mean, I could see it here in the cities, but globally, well, I think certain cu- countries would recoup quicker than others, and if this is orchestrated, then the ones who are the the real producers and you know places like africa and you know I I think that a lot of these areas would do better off you know even countries like Brazil and certain areas of South America where they're not so reliant um, we, we may be their customers but at the same time they would know how to sell their their goods to other countries whoever I mean if we globally I mean is it possibly globally the CDNs are they is it a global thing or is it just a country thing, right? Content delivery network. I don't know if it's a global or, or, or if it's just uh United States, but all right. So he talks about most food is not produced in cities. Supply chains get a lot more important when you're hungry. Professor Graham continues, if there are two things that are guaranteed to cause chaos in the contemporary economy, it is the inability for food to be distributed and an inability for people to access money and the banking network there you go right there you can't swipe your card you can't get food the trucks aren't coming Um, absolute fucking chaos and and that's what they want and then when that happens then you know I mean do you want are they gonna do it this summer and then all the lights come back on and everybody starts dying from the, the next wave of corona the delta lambda whatever the fuck they got going on it's just nuts all right, so who benefits? Consider who would benefit from the scenario and how they would benefit. Well, obviously the wizard. Just as COVID was used as an excuse to quarantine the public from economic participation and businesses were deemed that were deemed non-essential were locked down, a cyber pandemic can also be used as a means to forcibly, forcefully isolate parts of the web that the governments do not like. Alternative news sites like mine What's this guy's name? Let me just go back. I don't even know. Uh, this is Zero Hedge, but I'm reading Brandon Smith via Birch Gold Group. All right, so I never read Birch Gold Group before. So he says, consider websites like his. And what about your website? They would have to shut his down, him down. He would could simply be deemed, his website can simply be deemed a potential cyber infection hazard and shut down while controlled and agreeable mainstream news sites continue to spread propaganda. Well, we know mainstream news is dominating Google and YouTube and Facebook and all that shit, so. The biggest failing of the Great Reset agenda has been that the alternative media exists. We have been efficiently, effectively countering disinformation about the necessity of the lockdowns. We have also helped to expose the Wuhan lab debate. Yeah, you know, reading these articles, I believe that I've been part of that as well. The globalists will have to shut us up somehow, and it seems like a cyber attack on the key mechanics of the web might be the trick they need. I don't think that they would shut people down, like shut the web down just to shut people up. I mean, they could do that locally and regionally. Um, No, I think, I think if they decide to shut down the web, it's like because they want utter chaos, you know, obviously they don't want people to communicate, number one, but number two, if they're going to shut down the cards and fucking supply chains, then, no man, they're they're lighting the match, they want to definitely see, at least us, coming from uh, a a United States perspective, if this shit goes down here, they want to see us fucking burn, that's, that's what I think, and if the wizard wants to see us burn, then the wizard's going to see us burn, right? So, uh, chance favors the prepared. I suggest that re- readers watch out for the possibility of a global internet collapse, fair enough, and prepare accordingly. I imagine any people disenfranchised by internet exclusion would have to turn to alternative technologies such as a- HF ham radio, digital packet modems, and ham based internet systems like AMPRNET. Or WinLink. I'm going to read that again for anybody who's interested. I don't know anything about this stuff, but this guy is saying to prepare. So turn to alternative technologies such as HF ham radio, digital packet modems. I have no idea what that is. And ham based internet systems like AMPRNET or WinLink. Check it out. I'll check it out. I'll make it a point to do that. As a general class ham, Oh, He's a general class ham. Oh, I guess the different classes of, of hams look at that I can say that these are probably our best options for our future which internet is no longer available or safe for communications All right, possibly ham internet networks could be adapted for transactions matching buyers and sellers and could fill in some level For broken supply chains. He's talking about a ham internet network. Okay I would also be wary of relying on cryptocurrency systems during an internet-wide cyber attack. Physical commodities like gold and silver coins would be essential as universal currencies in a world where digital trade is either highly unstable or highly restricted according to your politics or refusal to comply with various mandates. I mean, he's taking it a step further, but who knows? Maybe nothing will happen in the next few months. Maybe the World Economic Forum's Event 201 was a fluke. Um, No, I don't think it was. Maybe Cyber Polygon will come and go without much fanfare and the warnings of this article will be treated like, quote, doom and gloom or chicken chicken little paranoia. I like to call it doom porn. Maybe not. What I do know is that there has been considerable uptick in the scale of cyber attacks and disruptions just in this past, past month. And I know that there are certain people out there, <clears throat> the wizard, that would find great benefit in another global crisis so close to the COVID pandemic. Yeah, I mean, this is just gonna be one punch after another. The next couple of years are gonna be such a fucking shit show. I, I mean, 2023, it, it, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to live in peace. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to live in peace while well, peace can be had. You could only prepare so much because these motherfuckers always have something up their sleeve, but try to do your best. Let's look into those radios. Uh imagine waking up one day and discovering that your internet access is completely cut off and the only sources that you can go to for information are cnn or msnbc i don't turn on the television so i'm not even i don't know no i'm not even trying to turn on the tv for that reason imagine how a frozen internet would undermine thousands of retailers and freight networks probably millions of retailers And the effect would be almost the same as if i if someone deliberately shut down the electrical grid or hobbled multiple gas pipelines yeah Yeah, people will be looting and robbing like a motherfucker it is a possibility we should consider so i'm just going to read one more time about what he said about alternative technologies such as h i guess that means high frequency ham radio digital packet modem and HAM-based internet systems like AMP or NET or WinLink. So I'm just going to click on the link that he has with digital packet modems. A packet radio is a digital radio communications mode used to send packets of data. Packet radio uses packet switching to transmit data grams. This is very similar to how packets of data are transferred between nodes on the internet. Packet radio can also be used to transmit data long distances. Packet radio is frequently used by amateur radio operators. The AX.25 protocol was derived from the X25 data link layer protocol and adapted for amateur radio use. Every AX25 packet includes the sender's amateur radio call sign, which satisfies the US FCC requirements for amateur radio station identification. AX25 allows other stations to automatically repeat packets to extend the range of transmissions interesting it is possible for any packet station to act as a digi peter linking distant stations with each other through ad hoc networks this makes packet radio especially useful for emergency communications packet radio can be used in mobile communications some mobile packet radio stations transmit their location periodically using the automatic package reporting system aprs if the aprs pa- is received by an iGate station. Position reports and other messages can be routed to an internet server and made accessible on a public web page. This allows amateur radio operators to track the locations of vehicles, hikers, high-altitude balloons, etc., along with telemetry and other messages around the world. That's interesting. Some packet radio implementations also use dedicated point-to-point links such as TARPN, in such cases as this new protocols have emerged such as improved layer 2 protocol IL2P supporting forward error correction for a noisy and weak signal links is so beyond my scope of knowledge but that's uh yeah i just had to click on that whatever the fuck the packet radio was digital packet modem sounds good well i don't know if it could run without power but either way ham radio all that shit interesting interesting stuff to learn about so uh, yeah, that's the article for today. I wanted to read about the cyber polygon. I don't know. it really didn't go in depth uh, too much about you know the specifics of cyber poly- uh, the polygon simulation, but whatever we know we know what's up, and uh, so that's it for the day. Hopefully you guys have a good weekend, and uh yeah, definitely try to uh do what you can to prepare. For whatever the hell they got planned for us. It is what it is, right? This is all we can do. <sighs> Let's take things one day at a time.